But I also think it is like the celebration of like the mess it is to be of this world as a human. And, and I, I'm definitely interested in that. I definitely have always celebrated that. And I find that to be instrumental in being part of the, the sound I make as, as, a, as a person. I, I say to the people that I train, you know, I, I do I need to practice yoga? Do I want to practice it or do I have to? And I, I feel like those things, sometimes it's all the same, but sometimes I need to. And it might be um, emotionally based or it might just be like I'm stiff or um, I'm never the person that wants to practice yoga because of what will happen on the other side because it's been such a continuum for a long time. The information that we can get best from the modern day yoga practice or the modern day yoga complex is that we are we chose to bring it here and now and this fast and this far in the last 10 years. We chose this as a collective. Mm-hmm. And we can choose we can keep choosing any way we want to parcel it out. And the energy of that, that's exciting. Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. And I'm here with Juliette Laranger, who is the owner, founder, of Good Yoga and the School of Yoga in New Bedford, in New Bedford, Massachusetts. And I had the absolute pleasure of meeting her, working with her at her studio, um, Yoga on Union, when I was living in Massachusetts. And Juliet and I have, you know, stayed connected um, since then. And I couldn't just be more grateful for that. I've always highly, highly respected Juliet for a variety of reasons. And like first and foremost, and what I'm really looking forward to with this kind of conversation around your energy field and um, our personal experience with energy is that Juliet doesn't just like, like, you know, read a book about something or go through a training to learn something and not want to experience or believe something to be true for herself. And I don't think that anyone would ever be able to tell, you know, her what to think or to teach without her own, like, really amazing filter that then, and you know that everything that she teaches has just been so thoughtfully um, processed so that she's offering her most authentic expression of whatever the teaching Maybe, and I know um, for, uh, the primarily in terms of the you know the profession, the the inspiration is a, it, the vehicle seems to be through through yoga. But I I know that your your approach to to teaching and whatever that entails, from the physical to the mental to the emotional to the spiritual, um, I'm sure is always kind of evolving and growing. And so I'm just really happy to have you here. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm so happy. I'm so happy yeah. to be here with you and to have a chance to to connect and create conversation. And thank you for saying all that. Yeah. What I think so relevant about where we're kicking off is, you know, my one of my big intentions with creating this conversation about our energy body 
bodies uh, was that I found, you know, words like aura and chakras became kind of these like joke words. And, you know, we started to hear them and then we kind of just pushed them aside because we didn't really relate to that like new age or metaphysical jargon. Um, but really like the, the teachings are ancient and we are made of energy. So there's that. And so kind of, I'd be just be interested as to how you've kind of navigated the, you know, whether it's the verbiage of the subtle body or your own understanding of, you know, your own energy and how you relay that, whether it be to your students or, you know, or even just your own kind of personal thought. Um, that's a, that's a really great question. Uh, that's a really great question uh, that challenges me to be, uh, completely honest from the beginning. So, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. you know, I mean, I think to say the first and foremost, one of the things I've, I've, I've found myself saying and, um, confidently saying is like, I defer people to others when coming to study, uh, those details of, um, the the traditions of yoga and understanding oneself through the the teachings of the subtle body. So I always say um, I haven't I have no experience in studying that. So as far as a transference of information, I'd have almost little in that category. So I guess what I do have in that category is intrigue and the um, the mystery of it, sort of. I see in I do see in what it is I do teach, which mm -hmm. is definitely more of the of the gross body and the mechanics of the body and um, relationship of our bodies to the purpose that we're putting on yoga. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think that in of itself is subtle. Right. Um, I, I think it's much more of a modern modern subtlety. You know the the. Um, the modern subtlety of knowing why we're we're bothering with this ancient practice nowadays, um, right. and why we're kind of doing that, and, and how it's working or not working for us. Um, but f to go into the the depth of that, I, I I I you know always defer students and 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 other colleagues to to certain people that know a lot more about it. Um, the languaging, um, I will totally admit to kind of using the the terms of like, you know, chakra and 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 like the more idea of more the idea of like of that being connected with something that might be new age um, related and, and using it as a way to provoke students to <laughs> think in, in the way um, that I'm teaching. But I don't think I ever actually mean it to be more than just uh, a prod and a provocative way to kind of sit, you know, kind of say, yeah, I, I see you over there wanting to figure out how we're working something mm -hmm. um, from this point of view. But we're not talking about chakras. We're actually talking about the, you know, the structure of the diaphragm. Um, so, so I, I might use it in a way like that. That's like that. But um, I do find people to to really be attracted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think to get into, you know, it's so interesting because like the the substance of it, right? I think especially now has become like so watered down and like even something more outside of ourselves. 
And so mm-hmm. I love that you redirect back into the body um, because I think that that is kind of the, you know, most authentic vehicle to get there. Because while it's so, I mean, again, it can be uh, a really big uh, topic of exploration. It's mm-hmm. it's really what you are, you know, if we, if you think, you know, and, and, and it's like, okay, to, Im- to embody the fact that, uh, you know, yes, we have a physical body, but we're also a feeling body. Mm-hmm. And what is feeling, right? It's, it's a, it's something that's occurring that's energy. And so I know that you might not teach that, but just even within yourself, like through the practice of yoga, I find, at least I have found that like, okay, I show up and I do these physical asanas and I've done you know, different practices, like some being way more physical focused, but like this navigation of like, wow, I I just did that practice. And during the practice and after the practice, there were, I could feel these distinct shifts that were kind of occurring or things coming up in my emotional body or things coming up in my mental body or Mm -hmm. having some sort of what we could call like a spiritual experience. And I'm kind of curious just in your own sort of practice, like if there's been any sort of like anything, um, along those lines that have kind of, that have shown themselves to you through the physical. Um, I think, I think what I've gathered thus so far mm-hmm. through the physical practice, and I practice at an Iangra studio once a week. It's a level four class. It's a small studio and it's, it, it is, um, it airs more to the kind of the side of being less, um, you know, it's in the, she's interested in the formula and the method, but it's, it's not rigid in, not to me, at least I feel like there's room. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a rigid practice and the expectations are high for a reason. And I accept that going in and I do my job as a student and I do, I will find within that practice that, oftentimes the experience of um, being in the pose, uh, in a pose, especially if something is a longer held posture, mm-hmm. like a shoulder stand. Sometimes we're in the shoulder stand for fucking eight minutes. It's right. like um, <laughs> that the, the experience of, of the, like the, the, my psyche is not, interested in in any of it and that um when i when i look at that like i'm not i don't want to i i can understand that i don't really want to stay in it physically i'm tired i understand that like from a rational standpoint that means i can come out i understand i have nothing to prove like socially it's not it's not a nobody's keeping track or seeing a performance and and that I would benefit from staying or going and that it's, it, it becomes actually then uninteresting. And I find that always to be a really wonderful part about an asana practice when it becomes boring and it never seems to become still. I don't find stillness to be something that I get, although I do find a dullness Mm. that I think could be my version of, of stillness. Um, and that does come to me within um, a familiar and uh, meth, like method, like method, I can't say, a, a, a practice that has a lot of method. Right, right. Yeah. 
And I think that that's kind of amazing because, you know, just that word in general. And I think this is like another one of those reasons why I just like, I, I love like your humanness because I think that that would be scary for a lot of, for a lot to step into that, because that is an energy, right? That mm-hmm. you, that mm-hmm. you heard to, but it's very distinct. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it can, it could actually, I think, be kind of triggering to the human experience. And I, and I think that, so it's very brave of you to kind of, to dive into that experience of it. Cause I think that we're also in, especially even through yoga, right. It can be such a form of avoidance. True. Yeah. And, you know, even if like the practice is the practice, the way in which it is done is also an energetic exchange. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's always fascinating to me. The, the exchange, the, the, um, negotiation. Yeah. And, yeah. and having that particular, you know, intent before you go in and how that kind of carries throughout and being in observance of your mind through the physical posture and how you would interpret that, you know, based on what you're feeling or experiencing in within yourself and then I loved what you were kind of saying, like, even in relation to the other people in the room. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, and- oftentimes I find when, when practicing alone, you know, if it's in, you know, since I have these two great spaces to practice in, I can go there. I mean, you remember the days back at Yoga and Union, we would do these like group practices, all doing our own thing quietly, like within space in each other. And, and that really was like, some of the most magical experiences I've had in my life because to be within somebody else's process um, without it being um, uh, all that similar, like it might look and feel and be really different. Um, And that when I'm at home, my practice is, is like, it is about being home and because I'm always on the go, it seems. And, uh, and the, when I'm in the studio, it's somehow within the, the, the pruning and the plumping of the, the fact that that's what people do there. Mm-hmm. And then I, I should do that on my own. I should kind of take a ride out on the, you know, on the, on the boat to make sure it's worth sailing <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's and so yoga as obvious it, it appears to be your kind of chosen practice, right? Like your kind of daily go-to way of whatever it means for you, connecting to yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Maybe one, maybe all, maybe different on every day. But why? Why yoga? Why is it that yoga is your practice? Um, that's a that's a that's a great question as well. And I think I would say that um, I feel like it's almost, for me, a way to, it, it's to me, it's like an instrumental part of, of maintaining, like, my, everything I've ever been. It's, mm-hmm. it's totally not, and it's, it's totally not this, like, letting go for me. It's totally not this, like, um, kind of enlightenment, um, thing. It's totally like everything I have ever been and will ever be needs to be, um, tended to, and I need to engage with that part of being a human. And I find yoga to be very, um, 
it definitely has a lot of distinct like things that are of you know it's based on i mean it's based it's based on human error in some ways and human like you know the entropy of of being a, a in a body and um but i also think it is like the celebration of like the mess it is to be of this world as a human and, and i i'm definitely interested in that i definitely have always celebrated that and i find that to be instrumental in being part of the the sound i make as as a as a person mm, i love that and you know obviously you you know you run two different two yoga studios and obviously they're relate you know they're yoga studios related to your practice but how how much do you think that your daily practice actually influences your ability to you know hold that space hold those two containers like not only in terms of the teaching but everything that it requires to run a business uh, I think it has to do a lot at this point. It has a lot. It just at this point, it just has to do with accountability. I mean, it's very. Um, I'm a compartmentalizer, and I'm kind of proud of it. I mean, I know when, you know, it's too much, and I know when it's not necessary. But I can definitely juggle a lot of balls and see like big picture stuff and details. And so I always find that like within, it's my job. It's it's I I say to the people that I train you know, I, I, do I need to practice yoga? Do I want to practice it or do I have to? And I, I feel like those things, sometimes it's all the same, but sometimes I need to, and it might be, um, emotionally based or it might just be like, I'm stiff or, um, I'm never the person that wants to practice yoga because of what will happen on the other side, because it's been such a continuum for a long time. Um, I'm not interested in that. I'm kind of not interested in like self-improvement. <laughs> like I just kind of, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm very I'm gifted with a lot of confidence, so I kind of don't get on this self improvement thing. I'm sort of like I'm cool, um, <laughs> but I also know that sometimes I have to do it because I'm it's my job and I want to be I want to be responsible to my job. And sometimes I want to do it because um, I think it's fun. I do enjoy it, and I think those those things have stayed true for a number of years now since I identified them as questions about the, 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 the practice of, of, of yoga, particularly meditation and asana practice. Um, and those things help me. I, I just, I just, it helps me hold the torch for the people that, that work for me. And it's, it's sort of like they do their job, but I have to kind of keep showing up as the person who cares more and they allow me to do that. So it, it doesn't become, I don't find that it becomes too hierarchical. It's definitely sort of balanced, but I, uh, yeah, they know it. They know I'm in it. <laughs> you are. That can be felt for sure. <laughs> uh, so do you, do you have a daily meditation practice? It, it varies. Um, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with, uh, um, a lot to do with sort of like, again, and whether I'm at the studio or at home, I, I, when I'm at the studio, um, I, it's such a big space. I want, I want to move and I feel compelled to fill it yeah. when I'm at home. I, I can find, um, you know, comfort in, in sitting, um, and, and doing it, but it's, it's not, it's not an elongated sit and it's not a practice that, um, I've ever been, uh, I'm much more of a, um, body shape maker. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that being said, you know, like just in terms of your own ways, whether, you know, like physical asana related meditation related, but even just like the stuff that you do every day, I'm sure like walking your dog or like, what are the things that you find that you just have integrated into your kind of daily flow are the things that kind of, that give you energy or that bring you back into connection with yourself? You know, I was, I was thinking about that and I, I, I mean, again, I think I, I view like my personal energy and the energy that I have as something that is, um, it, that it's, it's a, it's an umbrella or canopy that I'm, I'm under that, that, you know, I've, I've been in different locations throughout my whole life. I've always been able to, um, I've, I, uh, I'm, I'm resourceful and I'm, um, and I am definitely pragmatic and I have a lot of, uh, uh, I guess I have a lot of confidence to, to get out and, and, and be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am definitely somebody who has, um, found that, it's it's not so much about carving out time or ritual. The it's all under ritual to me. Like I don't, even though I said I compartmentalize. That's almost like like a um, something I I don't fully say. Like oh, I I need to do this to take care of myself, or I need to do this to allow this to grow. It's it's really all within. Like somebody said to me the other day, like, don't you have a hobby? <laughs> no, it's like, fuck off. Like, I don't have a fucking hobby. Like, you know, like the hobbies I've had in life have gotten me into trouble. Like, like yeah, yeah. I don't No, man. Like I just, and I, um, you know, I, I don't find that like, I really like the work. I like understanding more about and studying and, and, and communicating. Um, and so I, I don't take time out to, to think about a practice or a ritual or a, a care process that is um, going to come back and serve me later. I just know that I'm just on a pulse. I can tell that it's working. Right. And it's yeah. there kind of running through you. You don't need to like purposefully like shift these gears because that's just the energy that's present and moving. Yes, and but I'm also like very open to hear about how how that works for other people because mm -hmm. I'm skeptical and I'll I'll look at some of that and I'll just be like, are you making too big a deal about about something? Is this being right. exasperated and, and made to look like that you're broken? Mm, and because... too far outside of yourself mm -hmm. and and like bringing you more outside of yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I definitely, you know, I, I definitely feed off of um, projects, and and that's just something that I've always, I've always worked for myself, and I've always kind of, I'm somebody who would make something out of nothing. Um, I, I don't pride myself in it. It's, it. it's cool in some ways, but it's definitely like, it's, it's an endeavor most of the time. <laughs> yeah. 
And so what do you find then, like, when, let's just say, you know, and again, like, no matter what we're doing, right, we're these, I'll just say, we're energetic beings, we're physical beings, mental, emotional beings. What happens when, you know, you've kind of hit your cap, like you've hit, like, either complete, like, overward depletion in any of those categories? Do you just, how do you navigate that? Um, I think that's a, that's a really great question. I think I've learned different times in my life, different ways. I have different, you know, tools in that toolbox for sure. Um, I find one of the things that really burns me out is when I, my thing is to, for oddly enough, I, 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 I want to be understood. Like, you know, I'm not, I want to, I want to connect and I don't want to be misunderstood. And so that's one of the things that tends to to burn me out quickly is when I feel that there's, I'm in disagreement with somebody else and we don't even bother to agree to disagree or that I feel like they don't understand me. And so I, I've learned through being, I think, you know, public, having a public identity um, to a degree. And, and I've learned through being a, a teacher, somebody that people rely on for, for stuff. And um, that, that when I get, when I get burnt out, when there's a, a sense of depletion that I have to understand <laughs> that it's not other people that have to do that, that right. I have to, that it, the misunderstanding is, is, is on my part for me to, to deal with. And usually when I come to understanding it, like it's, it's just, it's just rock and roll. Like it's always, I don't even know, like, it's just, that's what it is. It's, like, it's how that kind of lifestyle and music and, being is is thriving in the world it's just you can take some punches you can you can get down and dirty and you can do it in unhealthy and and healthy ways but that there's the show must go on type thing and I always find that to be sort of um calming to me and sort of exciting as well like I I get driven to know that well, if I kind of step away from something long enough, even if it's only for just five minutes, maybe even listen to some music really loud, that um, I do feel connected to something inside of me that says, like, yeah, there's more to do. Now's not the time. The song can play again. It's not meant to reinvent itself every time. Right. Right. And I, and I think I, what I, you know, I, I loved a, a lot of what you said, but even just to touch upon that last piece that, you know, blasting your music and like headbanging for a second, like <laughs> actually be a great way to, you know, move in clear energy. And, you know, and yeah. I, with, when we talk about, okay, like our dedicated yoga practice or whatever it is that we're doing, you know, that doesn't like, that doesn't mean that that's the only way to get energy to move or to gain clarity and perspective or to even just get back in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it can be through this, through this human involvement, through the things that we, that we have available to us, like music, like our physical body, and, and they can directly affect our, our energy. And that's, what's personal to you. Cause if I was like, you know, Jay, you're overwhelmed. And so here's your meditation pillow. You'd probably say, F you, I'm going to like blast my music, you know, and that's, yeah. that's what works 
for you. And I think that that's something that's really important, you know, like around this dialogue that it doesn't have to look any particular way, whether you're a yoga teacher or not a yoga teacher. And it can get really weird when you feel like you're kind of putting yourself in this kind of energetic or spiritual, you know, straitjacket that, and, and that's even can be an energy drain in of itself. So it's so much around, Oh, that, yeah, that is such an energy journey. And I see it, I see, you know, I see, see people kind of sort of, uh, yeah, yeah, totally having less access to something that is exciting. You know, like, let's just say being spiritual would be exciting mm-hmm. because I think spirituality, you know, has, has a, has a tone that is mature, and I don't think a lot of people that do yoga are mature. And that's fine. But I think being spiritual, there's a maturity to it. Um, but being excited about something, being spirited about something, I think is available to everybody. Um, and it doesn't, you, you actually wouldn't want to apply too much maturity to it. You know, right. like sometimes it's, sometimes it's so um, youth, youthful and, and spry and you get to play. Um, but yet be lowering the expectation for results. But I do see that people think that they, they, they cross that line. They're like, I have this title as a teacher of yoga. Therefore I must present myself as being spiritual and I'll, you know, take something and, and then having to, before they're and before they know it, they they're trying to live up to being this altruistic kind of and and some of them are, but we're not we're never that all the time and and that's I think when it comes to energy the the information that we can get best from the modern day yoga practice or the modern day yoga complex is that we are. We chose to bring it here and now and this fast and this far in the last 10 years. We chose this as a collective. Mm-hmm. And we can, choo- we can keep choosing any way we want to parcel it out. And the energy of that, that's exciting. That's exciting and it's spirited and it has a lot of, um, there's a lot of wisdom in that. I find it to be very uh, draining, like you said, when it's like people like, oh, I have to fit into this box, this straight jacket of like, of never mind, like identity through exposure, but identity um, through some sort of dogma. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And that was really beautifully said. I super appreciate your, you know, your perspective on anything, everything, and and being just so open and honest about your the ways that you've been navigating it. And I know that you're just so humble in your approach of your teachings too. And we were kind of touching upon, you know, before we began, just about how everything is constantly changing and just being able to be, you know, be along for that ride, you know, cause there's so much that we can like know and plan and create like very intentionally and consciously. And then there's just so much that like humbly can like totally throw us from our course. And, and, you know, and luckily we have, I think the more that we can learn about and, you know, have tools to kind of navigate that rock and roll, so to speak, you know, it's just, or it's just best, you know, in, in terms of how this human experience is kind of going along. But I, yeah, I want to just thank you so much, Juliet. And if you want to 
uh, say where people can find you um, physically and then just your your perhaps social media handle and I'll, I'll include that all below in the show notes as well. Cool. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. And um, I hope to do it again sometime. Let's see. I can be found in Massachusetts in New Bedford in the greater New Bedford area. Um, New Bedford, there's two studios that uh, you can find me at. One is School of Yoga New Bedford, and the other one is Good Yoga New Bedford. And um, I will be hopefully in the next year to um, on the West Coast working with Noah Maze and and his school um, as I finish the long process of being certified in his method. Um, and so hopefully I'll be out in the West coast at some point. And, um, my, my handle on Instagram is Juliet, J U L I E T flame thrower. And, uh, my girl <laughs> all day. All right. All right, Juliet. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anytime. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.